Marcus Paul in the morning. All right, former New South Wales opposition leader Michael Daly is having another crack at the top job. We know that he was previously ousted by now former Labor leader Jody McKay following the party's 2019 narrow state election defeat. Now, Mr Daly over the weekend said that it was time for change. I'm not just standing here today to ask to be Labor leader. I'm standing here today to say to the ordinary people of New South Wales that have been forgotten by this bad, tired, old, corrupt and rotten government, I want to be your Premier in 2023 because I think about you every single day. Michael Daly joins us on the program. Good morning, Michael. Okay, Marcus, how are you? I'm not too bad. Uh, not too bad at all. Uh, I guess the first question is, what would you do differently now? Uh, you've got an opportunity to lead Labor, as you say, against a tired, old, corrupt government in the Berejiklian government. What is it that you could offer the people of New South Wales as a, uh, you know, a, a very viable alternative? Well, um, the, the first point to make, Marcus, is that uh, when I was handed the leadership uh, in November of 2019, it was a mere four months before the election. We had uh, and we had Christmas and school holidays in between, so five minutes really in the job to get uh, our message across. Uh, when I took over, our polling uh, was somewhere about 25 percent, uh, and after that uh, frantic four months, where I had two days off in 134, yeah, I managed to lift it to almost 34 percent. So we didn't lose any seats, didn't go backwards in any seat, ironically, except my own because I didn't campaign here. Yeah. Uh, Saved all our MPs, one, one, two, uh, and we're very unlucky not to win another two. So, for, firstly, I'd get more time. Secondly, um, I think people have to look at my experience. It's, it's always the way, and particularly so when you have um, unsettlers like COVID around, that people are looking for um, someone experienced. That's me. I've been around for 15 years. I've been a minister in three portfolios. I've yes. held various shadow ministries. I've been the leader, the deputy leader. It's 13 years on local government. So I'm an experienced uh, um, set of hands um, uh, with a broad range of policy experience. And the thing that uh, really stands me out from uh, from the current mob is that, uh, that they're all about privatisations, not people. And I uh, have been put into my seat in Maruba by the ordinary rank and file. I didn't come through, through uh, uh, head office. I didn't come through as a staffer. I'm just an ordinary person who's worked my way up. Uh, and and they're the sort of people I want to look after. All right, Chris Minns is shaping as your likely counterpart. He's yet to show his hand. Uh, we're expecting today that he may well announce that he will stand against you. Um, are you confident that uh, you have the, the numbers and the support to, to beat Chris in a leadership challenge if it gets to that point? Well, they're usually pretty close. Um, what I'm calling for is for the rank-and-file members of the party um, to uh, to have their say. Um, under the Labor Party rules, that the, the, the members of Parliament, the caucus, as it's referred to, uh, gets 50% of the vote. And then we asked the, the rank and file, the 10,000 or so yeah. last time, uh, party members in New South Wales uh, to, to vote, and they have a 50% loading as well. So they'll get an opportunity over the coming weeks to hear uh, what we've got to say to assess 
our relative strengths and weaknesses reflect on uh, who's experienced and who's not, and, and uh, they'll have their say. So I expect it to be close, but I wouldn't run if I didn't think I had a chance. Sure, of course, I understand that. Look, one of the questions that I have to ask you is, and Labor's been accused of this, of, I, I hate using this term, but of quote-unquote eating its own. And another great example of this is, unfortunately, raised its head this morning. Um and I have to say, you're going to be up against it, uh, with all due respect. Um, Alexandra Smith and others, uh, they're on Team Mins, it's pretty obvious. But the story that Alexandra has come up with again this morning, uh, it's a, you know they talk about dirt files and hit jobs. Well, here's one on you, <laughs> just a couple of days after you've announced that you're running. Asian-Australian members of New South Wales Labor are warning a return to Maroubra MP Michael Daly as party leader would damage relations with multicultural communities, insisting that you do not understand the gravity of comments that you previously made. And we've gone through all of that. You apologised and you're human. Uh, but really, again, this is another indication of, unfortunately, Labor attacking itself within. Uh, I mean, it's a, it's a concern for people in New South Wales, Michael. Yeah, well, look, when you make mistakes, um, people weaponise them against you. It happened uh, uh, in the uh, in the election campaign. Uh, people are doing it again. But, you know, look, I'm not going to downplay for one second the fact that the comments that I made uh, uh, hurt people's feelings and insulted them. Where I would disagree with the assessment is that uh, I, uh, I'm not genuine in my apology. I've, got, I've thought about those comments every day since the election, and I wish I could take them back. Um, I can't. Um, but if you look at my conduct over 25 years in public life, I've been about healing, helping people, unifying people, um, and um, there's just there's no way you could make an assessment that uh, that was anything other than unintentional. Yeah. So I, I thought it was, uh, you know, if I, if I reflected more readily before I said it, I wouldn't have, and, I, and it will never happen again, and I do apologise for it. But, uh, you know, um, those, those apologies are genuine, and they are heartfelt. And I hope people um, accept that for what it is. Is this so-called statement co-signed by 18 Labor members um, that, again, quote, a second daily leadership will deliver to the community a message that's out of touch with Labor's values? Well, again, is this concerning for you? Um, and straight underneath that, of course, paving the way for a membership ballot against Cogra MP Chris Minns, who will nominate on Monday. Well, how do they know that Chris is going to nominate today, Ivan? Heard any indication that he will, apart from just, you know, <laughs> reporting on this incident? Again, there seems to be a, a little bit of undermining. I don't know whether it's coming from head office or where it's coming from, but it's just again playing into this problem of internal bickering and sniping. I mean, what are we going to get for the next three months, Chris? Well, if, well, I beg your pardon, Michael, if Chris does nominate, we're going to have stories like this in the press every day? Well, that's why I'm calling on uh, on people to to, uh, to unite and heal. And uh, one of the reasons I'm running is because uh, I healed the party last time. Yes, We're in okay. a difficult, difficult position, and I can do it again. People united behind me last time, and it was terrific that they did. Uh, and um, I'm sure, I'm absolutely certain I can do that again. Yeah. All right, so where to now, then, for Labor? Um, obviously, um, the story was that Jody, uh, even though she's a, a just a, a, a moral, wonderful uh, individual who fought corruption from the outset when she was originally up north and she, she came down to Sydney, she won a ballot, she had the support of uh, the Labor Party, her peers and, and the party in general, but she just didn't seem to cut through, according to others. What is it that you can do, do you 
think, Michael, that would ensure that you cut through and get Labor's message out there? Well, it's Dougal to cut through, um, Marcus, because uh, what uh, we've seen is that incumbent governments are benefiting greatly from sure. the uncertainty caused by COVID. But I think that, look, the one thing that you saw from my style in the last election campaign was that I do cut through, that I, uh, I have a style that um, makes people listen. I have a turn of phrase that, uh, that packages messages up uh, neatly and readily for people to understand. And also uh, I can pick the policies and the, and, and the signals and the messages that resonate with ordinary people. Sometimes it's a mere matter of style and it doesn't hurt, you know, sometimes to, uh, to be forceful in putting your message across. And that's the style I have in the parliament. It's the style I have out of the parliament on the hustings. Yeah. It's, uh, it's one that's needed right now. All right. Well, I mean, absolutely. You've got a lot to work with. There's, you know, we've got a, a premier that still may well find that she find, you know, she has to front ICAC again. We've got uh, details whereby um, documentation will be sought in relation to the premier's relationship with Daryl Maguire, the disgraced MP from Wagga. Perhaps the deputy premier needs to front up some paperwork. Likewise, the treasurer. There, are, there are plenty of issues that you can attack the government on. Um, you know, yep. alleged incidents of corruption. We've got a, a, a deputy premier involved in a lawsuit. We've got all sorts of things that uh, I think can be discussed and, and perhaps some leverage uh, can be gained to, to get that message out there that perhaps, uh, you know, we are being led by a tired old government and it is time for a change. Sure is, and not to mention the fact that this government's uh, intentionally suppressing everyone's wages in New South Wales, so costs are going up. I'm uh, electricity bills are going through the roof because of privatisation, food, fuel, all their costs are going up, but this government's deliberately pushing wages down. In fact, Marcus, they, they like to talk about the heroes of the pandemic, the nurses and the doctors and the yeah. contact cases. This government actually took them to court, took them and their unions to court to stop them from getting a measly 2.5% pay rise. Right. Actually stopped them. So so with inflation running higher than the 0.3% they're getting, they're actually losing money. And the Premier has the gall to stand up every day and say, what a good job they're doing. They're doing a good job, but you're not worth any more money. It's a disgrace. Michael, good to have you on the program. Let's talk further. Appreciate it. Great. Thanks, Marcus. All Bye. right. All the best. There he is, Michael Daly.